You're listening to Vuga Online. You are rocking with the best. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of PK Uncheckled. I am your host, Makawe Gakatide, otherwise known as Bishop Babes, otherwise known as the Bishop, otherwise known as the PK. Now, today's guest is a good friend of my family. Um, and there's very few people that are honest with the truth. <laughs> and I say this deliberately because... Uh, she'll tell you now, she'll attest to this. The other day, I was having uh, a conversation with her and saying, you know what, personally, I am at a crossroads. You know, spiritually, uh, faith-wise, uh, everywhere, almost every. I'm at a crossroads, you understand? Uh, and then I realized that, you know, I'm in this space because I have believed a lot of untruths that were taught to me from an early age, you know, I, I grew up in the church. And then I realized, you know, some of these things are not necessarily my fault. You know, we we, we were taught lies and, uh, you know, we we're taught doctrines that are ungodly, unbiblical. And uh, yeah, that's the topic of today. What is godly and what is not? Please welcome my guest, Umama Umashadi Mutobi. Tobin. Tobin, how are you? I am fantastic. And I'm how good. Are you? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. no I'm good. I'm good. I cannot complain. Um, yeah, what, what, what an honor, what a privilege um, to participate on your program. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's, 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 it's encouraging to have, um, you know, people who still stand for the truth. And uh, yeah, people, little, little, you know, we've been, we've been, we've been, we've been sidestepping the truth here and there. So after the break, uh, we will just shoot. We'll just jump on and talk about what's godly and what is not. So see you after the break. Hi there, this is Samohanguna. Catch me every day just after 3 p.m. for Voka Sports Hour, where we speak everything sports only on Voka Online Radio. Co.za. See you there. Please see you there. Broadcasting worldwide online 24 7. It's Voka Online, your inspiration radio station. station. Welcome back, welcome back, and thanks for tuning in to VUCA Online Radio, uh, Makao Katide, and uh, welcome to the show, Pick and Shackle. Today we have Umama Umashadi Mutobi. Mme. Khale Barteza Bare Mudimu Itzei. Bare Mudimu Itzei. Kanti Kiripoko Totabo Natsei Itzei. Kanti 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 you know it 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 it's 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 their last it's their you know the love for for power now the critical question is for me i always refer to me because i'm it's about more than anyone yeah so 
like I said the other day, so I'm at a crossroads, you know. I, it's only I want to backslide, but I, I've got questions. And you can't afford to backslide. Can't afford to backslide. Yeah, no, I know. But when you when I ask questions, you know, the powers that be tell me, Hore, Kiatella, Kiwele, Haksadzabamdimu. But then I realized, no, man. The questions I'm asking, they are very important. They are, they are very relevant. Now I'm asking you, what is godly, and what is not? Okay. First things first. Jesus Christ says, God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. That's the first thing. And um, then Paul comes in and says. The things of God are spiritual, comparing spiritual things to the spiritual things. Sadly, we've been comparing spiritual things to the flesh and vice versa. And then Paul continues, in fact, it's Peter who then says, Peter the Apostle. He says, the interpretation, or or rather he says, scripture is not for private interpretation. He then says, the interpretation of the scriptures were given or was given to the prophets by the Spirit of God. I'm coming to the point where you said, you know, Barthes, they keep saying God said when God did not say, but we'll get into that. I didn't check the most important thing. How much time do you have? How much time uh, do you have? Yeah, no, I know. I will say cut. You'll worry about that. Okay. Um, yeah. So he says, um, it is important, therefore, that we compare spiritual things to spiritual. That's Paul now. And Peter says, um, this interpretation of the scriptures is not for private interpretation. So thirdly, we use our own interpretation when it comes to the word of God. We apply the word of God when it suits us. Um, question then, let's stick to your question. What is godly? That which is godly spiritual. That which is godly reflects God all by himself. That which is godly should reflect he who is love. That which is God should reflect the law of God, which is love still. Pamela, I'm not moving away from love, which is love. And this love was fulfilled on the cross. And he says, Christ says, I did not come to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. And it's a scripture that we twist and, you know, whenever it suits us, we just interpret it our way. But the truth is that he said, Moses, you know, I fulfilled the law of Moses, basically, uh, which is in the Old Testament, the Torah, as, as, as they would put it fulfilled what the Psalms said, fulfilled what the prophet, prophets said, and fulfilled the love of God on the cross by giving his life for us. So that which is godly does not take, that which is godly gives. So when we claim to be um, godly, we've got to give. Um, and, and we'll get into this giving part. Um, John 3.16, you know it, I won't quote it, but 1 John 3.16, 1 John 3.16 says we ought to do the same and lay our lives down for one another, for brethren. So the things that we do ought to reflect God, then we'll say that is godly. But if it does not reflect God, it is not godly. Now listen, then he goes, well, the disciples go further to ask, how will you know, how will we know if these guys are, you know, are yours? You know, if, if these guys are of truth and are, are, are of the way, 
Then he responds by saying something very hectic. You shall know them by the fruit. So the fruit will tell us whether you are godly or not. And, and we're still talking godly. We're still not, I mean, we're not on godliness, you know, because there's a form of godliness and there's knowledge and there's a form of knowledge. And those are the things we'll get into um, God willing. So that which is godly is spiritual. It has nothing to do with all the things that we scream, scream about, shout about, demand for that matter in the church. So, okay, ouch. okay. Let me interject. Let me interject. Mm. So, is the current crop of pastors, majority of them, are they godly or they are religious? And and maybe, 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 you know, take us through what's godly and what's religious. And how okay. how how significant is religion in being ungodly or godly? Okay. Religion is usually a mindset issue it's, it's it's a flesh issue it's it's about what i do step one step two step three you know us and church you start with praise and worship and then fundisi um or someone comes in and takes an offering and then fundisi comes in shares the word and then thereafter someone takes an offering again and then we leave step one step two and we are in this state where saints are not equipped because of religion We've been following step one, step two. Saints are not equipped because of this religion. Now, godliness is spiritual. Godliness is spiritual. Godliness says, when God speaks, you respond. Godliness says, when we meet as the church and and, and we share, well, the Bible says, Paul actually says, one in, you know, in songs, in terms of hymns, another in psalms, another, you know, we testify and the manifestation then of this diverse gifts that we have would be observed and experienced in the church. In the absence of, of us listening to and following the spirit of God, we get stuck in religion. And that's why we are where we are with pastors. Unfortunately, most of them. You cannot do one because I have not released you yet. You know, I... But Zalwane can preach because Mfundis has not released them yet. And this is when I say, do we perhaps have Hofni and Phineas preaching from the pulpit? We've got strange fire from the pulpit. So you have Hofni and Phineas who are engaging or engaged in things that are not of God, but they present them to look like the things of God. And that's deception to the core. And sadly, Christ even said it in Matthew 24, that the enemy... Satan will deceive even the elect. So even those who call themselves pastors, Hashem, the fruit kicks them off completely, that they are not pastors. It is unfortunate that because saints are not equipped, they follow anything that comes. Um, you said, yeah, you said if you tell them the truth, they get upset. Truth is painful. <laughs> truth is painful. Whenever Christ begins to speak, who is the way, the truth, and the life, even demons have to bow. You know, they'll be comfortable, remember? So when they hear the truth speak or speaking, they've got to be uncomfortable because he is the king of kings and lord of lords. And everything he has to bow to his presence, to his name, to who he is. So that's why in the church, we'll be busy with our religious stuff and there's no power. Who is on Shani Sagamanji? <laughs> There's no power. 
There's no power. Zero no, but wait, but wait, but wait, but wait, 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 wait. Let's take a quick break. After the yeah. break, we'll discuss the power element. Okay. I, I'm very interested to hear, hear what you say. So after the break, let's discuss the power element because I mean, yeah. I, 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 I don't think there is power. You know, there's, there's, an, there's a third force. There's a third force working. Uh, but after the break, we'll, we'll chat some more. Okay. <laughs> Please rise. Court is now in session. Don't miss the law in action with Togozani Dada every Monday from 6 to 7 p.m. Hi, this is Dr. Angosi Mafuta. Catch me with Zakeles Banyoni on the Health and Wellness Talk Show every Wednesday, just after 10. Right here, right now, the best tunes of all times. Welcome back, welcome back. Uh, today we are spending time no Mama Umashadi Mutobi. Now, Umama Umashadi Mutobi is one of those people that I, when I'm lost, you know, I, I'd, I'd send a text and say, hey, meh, man, hey, you know, one, two, three, and uh, she, 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 she'd guide me. So, you know, when uh, she agreed to be part of the show today, I want her to sh- share the wisdom that she shares with me on a on a daily basis. Um, so me, before the break, Nerua got the power. Now, the fact that in the early nineties, very prominent pastors were flocking to Nigeria, to West Africa, to Malawi. Uh, you know, and they they would boldly say Sisayo Tataman. Boldly. They say yeah. that. Yeah. So we do have Hofni and Phineas preaching. <laughs> because the strange fire on the pulpit. So yeah, yeah, no, no. no. You know, okay. but 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 you know. Um what I once heard of a story in in uh what you call this? Uh that in Malawi, <laughs> right? There's a Mriana or for a million rents. And apparently South African pastors are flocking there. So you you buy this and uh, you know you get a lot of followers, you get a lot of money, you get a lot of wealth. Um you know, one of the questions that I ask some of my guests is is there a parallel Christianity? Are we seeing a, a something that feels like Christianity, it moves like Christianity, it puts on makeup like Christianity, but it's not Christianity. And the majority of people are following that. What is your thought? So the power element, the power, where where is the power coming from? Because it's clearly not coming from 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 above. No, it's definitely not coming from above. Um, and, and I wanted to add, it sounds like Christian, you know, um, speaks in tongues, fakes the presence of the Holy Spirit, and I'll be hard on that one, fakes the power of the Holy Spirit or the presence of the Holy Spirit. Let me give you an example. Bazalan would say, you'd go to church or a church building, and Bazalan would say, who did you sense the presence of the Lord? Did you sense the presence of the Lord? The Lord is here, you know, and, and issue, my issue is, or concern rather, is how can you allow yourself to be deceived like that? You know, because as soon as you leave the church, you leave the you supposedly left the, the presence of the Lord in the church. Because then by the time you leave, you're something else. 
you speak a different language, you are the opposite of what you were in church. So I want to stick to this issue of what kind of power. It is not the power of God that's in that place. Mm. It's the power of Balaam. Remember Balaam, the book of Revelation says, Balaam teaches my people sexual immorality. Balaam teaches my people a, a doctrine of the Nicolaitans. Balaam teaches them a doctrine that does not exist. But because my people don't read, that's why the Bible says, Revelation says, blessed is he who reads. Because the people of God don't read, they believe any philosophy, any story, Paul puts it as philosophy, and he goes further to put it as false fables. So they believe false fables, and unfortunately these false fables are cushioned and covered by the sheepskin. So you've got wolves in sheepskin who'd go to the likes of whatever Nigeria, Malawi, and Bay, whatever powers, and bring them into the church. But because we are not filled with the Spirit of God, we are not able to reject it. We fall prey to that. But still, my concern still is 2 Thessalonians 2.10. God says, in his, you know, Paul says, God, because they want to believe anything and everything, God has allowed them to believe anything. It's not funny. And I look my, at myself, no, I reflect and say, Lord, why did you allow me to fall into this, that, and the other? No, no, you loved the suits. You loved the high heels. You loved the way the place looked. It sounded, looked right, sounded right and everything, but I was not there. Read what I am about. And when you read what God is about in the Bible, it's the opposite of what we do in the church. Sticking to the issue of power. Paul says, and I'll tell you why. Paul says, we do not preach ourselves, but Christ crucified. We do not preach ourselves, but Christ crucified. He says, to the Jews, it's foolishness. It's actually a stumbling block. And to the Greeks, it is foolishness. But to us, Christ is the power and the wisdom of God. So people would look for power when power is here, and his name is Christ Jesus. Um, I didn't want to go further. Let me stick to, we do not preach ourselves, but Christ crucified. What do you find or what do you hear from the pulpit? You hear me now, me now and my family, me now and my money, me now and my church. You don't hear Christ. So, he who is of God will preach Christ and not himself. Me now, I am blessed. Seriously? No, seriously. I call them fundraisers. I call them fundraisers. I've even gone to the extent of saying, you know, elders are also going to account. Because sadly, they sit in front seats, they give the highest tithes, and I say, sadly, they've paid the highest price for a VVIP ticket to a show. That's a fact. To a show, to listen to Mfundis talking about himself. We mm. walk into church, they walk into church as dry sinners, they walk out as wet sinners. So we walk in, we baptize, we will leave, we are wet sinners, but we are worse than the way we were before we walked in. You know, Matthew 23, Jesus Christ says that. 
But now, the power of God is the power to transform without demon. And people don't read. Simua, the building yes, Simua in the Bible. Jesus Christ isn't read in your Bible. Jesus says that building collapsed. And he then says, do you think there were more sinners than you? So um, these are the things that we've got to consider that there's indeed nothing new under the earth. But, you know, but, but, I mean, under the sun. But, but my worry, you. yeah, but my worry, um, you know, the fact that, you know, I mean, I read the Bible, but then you go to a church and the, the collective atmosphere is that, you know, you can read the, the, the Bible on your own or as a matter of fact, in any religion, you can read whatever, the Torah and whatnot, but the person that stands there is the only one that represents God, is the only one that connects. Then our question is, why Why do I need to be born again? Why, why do I need, if this person can 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 do it on my on my behalf, why do I need uh, to, to, to continue reading the word or empowering myself if this person is the only representative of is the only person that can invoke the holy spirit now i don't okay. believe that's the truth i believe it's a fat pile of nonsense that uh, this one yeah. person yeah. is the only one that has access to this holy yeah. spirit yeah. you know jesus when jesus left he never said i'm going to leave pastors with the holy spirit no no if that's no. if that's what jesus said you can keep your god you know no. <laughs> and that's one of the lies that we've been told yeah said you know it's, for it's, example it's, in, mm. in in a service right the pastor yeah. okay so you say this yeah people start giving people dance whatnot and then but i was alone so when you were dancing and whatnot there was no more well my point i mean really my point so i wasted i wasted half an hour of my life without the holy spirit in this in a place where the holy spirit is supposed to be there and then this person comes and then but he yeah Ufa explain, yeah what is Ufagemoyen? i don't know what is <laughs> but you but you it, christian it, it, say it, that Ufagemoyen, it, it, it should be because god does not need permission to speak to his people it does not Hence the issue of the power, because he still he has power to transform a sinner to a righteous man, you know, into a righteous man. And there no problem to say, So Paul was right. We should do things that are not scriptural. Um, this whole notion of having pastor being the only one who knows and so on. That's the doctrine of man. Jesus Christ talks about it. He says, you, that's the te- you teach them the doctrine of God based on the traditions of man. So um, someone somewhere has his own constitution. He will do things this way, that way. That's the religiosity part that goes with it. You know, but no one listens to the Spirit, um, the Holy Spirit. No one wants to do things the way the Holy Spirit would want us to do. Um, but they will still tell you, that's the move of the Holy Spirit. That's the move of the Holy Spirit. So really? I, okay, now, let, me, <laughs> let me ask you this question. So, people lay hands on other people. Mm. And they say, in the name of Jesus, 
uh, whatever disease you have, whatever problems you, they must go away. But things don't go away. No, no, no. I've, 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 I've been prayed for so many times, but no, what one problem will go away? Things don't go away. You know, no, uh, it, it, I ask myself, it, for, okay, who's kidding who here? Who's yeah. kidding who? It's yeah. either the pastor is talking crap, or or this god, this god who busy ka ka can't use Afghanistan or whatever thing. No, you, you he understand? cares about you. He cares about you so much. It's unbelievable. It's a pity that we have presented him as something else, Mfundisi. Um, I think the sad part no, is I, so, sorry to sorry to Jack. I think yeah. the, the the biggest problem with the church we've presented God as a superstar, as a Hollywood superstar. Yes, yes, yes. You understand? As this yes mystical figure that you know with with swords and and loads of money and driving yeah. Ferrari ones, you know. And to me, I'm I'm like I know sharp keep him keep him yeah because yeah. When when I kneel down and cry, I expect him to listen. He mustn't I don't want God to dress Ferraris here. I want somebody who will listen to me. I you know, I've got I've got you know and and, and this is the thing, né? we don't always pray for money and uh prosperity and whatnot. I pray for the well being of my family. Mm. I pray for my nuclear family and my extended family and my community i pray for the country i pray for the you know i, pr- I pray for things that matter in in in, mm. in, in my life but mm. you know what unfortunately we have to take a quick break after the the break we'll talk some more i always ask my guests one question and uh, you must answer truthfully don't yeah. worry you won't, incrimin- you won't incriminate yourself no 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 when it comes to the things of god shame i can't um, you know, Jesus said, uh, let's talk about that before, after the break, before I, okay. I, I go on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See you after the break. How do you know the life or personal coach you're about to work with is who they say they are? How do you know if they can do the job? At the Africa Board for Coaching, Consulting and Coaching Psychology, we can tell you. So before you share your secrets and spend your money, check with us first. Visit www.abccp.com or call us on 012-751-7608. The ABCCP, the professional body for coaches. You're listening to Vuga Online. You are rocking with the best. So welcome back to PK and Shackled on Vuga Online Radio. Today, uh, I'm with Uma Mashadi Mutobi. Mom. That. So one of the things that um, that puzzles me puzzles me out of uh, I, 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 I still don't know how to reconcile what is being said and what we must do and what not. So I, I, I don't condone things like you know, excessive, um, you know, abuse of things, right? But is having a glass of wine a sin? Is that the question that you always ask your your guests? 
No, no, no. You're going to ask me a question that you always ask your guests. So I was waiting patiently for that. Okay, let's cover this one first. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, uh, is is having a glass of wine a sin? Yeah. No, I'll I'll tell you why. I don't drink. I don't drink wine. Um, Not at all. Uh, the reason I'm saying that is Paul then says to everybody that when you have constipation, have a glass of wine. I'm coming from that angle. When you have constipation, have a glass of wine because then it will help you with with, 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 with that. But then there are so many scriptures that which oppose alcohol. And um, I've had a number of debates with... Do they, a number do of they, debates. Do they oppose getting drunk or alcohol is in entirety? They, 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 I would say the Bible is very silent on, 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 on a host of things given what you've just asked now. Now I'm going all over. Well, I don't want to go too No, far. no, no. Let go all just over. Come back. Okay, that's Be fine. you. Be you. Do me. Okay. Proverbs says when you drink, when you wake up in the morning, it would be like you've been stung by an adder. Yeah. <laughs> As peace. It's like you've been stung by a, a snake, and, and and think of the feeling. Um, I, I've never seen anyone or normal. I've, I've, I've tried, you know, peer pressure and stuff. I did that once, and that was it. I, I, I couldn't try it the second time a little bit. The smell was just something else, it just pushed me literally away. So, um, say any other thing, yeah, but not you know, so. The proverb says you, it's like you've been stung by an adder, and I, I can sort of remember that kind of feeling where I didn't want to go to school because my head was just something else. But Lemuel, I call you Lemuel. <laughs> Lemuel, Proverbs 31. King, Proverbs 30, 31, 31. The, 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 the um, virtuous woman. Proverbs 31. This woman advises her son. She says, Whatever you do, do not touch wine. Do not drink wine. Do not be consumed with wine. This is where I'm talking. I'm referring to the silence. Do not be consumed with wine. She doesn't say do not be drunk, but she says do not touch alcohol because or wine because it gives reasons. It says because when you do, you lose the sense of discretion. You lose the sense of judgment. And there are things you ought to do, Lemuel. You ought to be a voice to the voiceless, and you cannot do that while drunk or under the influence of alcohol. And he says, Lemuel, you've got to apply judgment to society. And you cannot do that once under the influence of alcohol. He says, you've got to be the voice to the voiceless. You cannot do that when you are under the influence of alcohol. So that's the angle from which I come at. Ooh, Shakespeare. <laughs> but Mamela here. Yeah. Uh, South Africa has one of the highest uh, addiction uh, rates to opioids. So what's the difference between somebody who's constantly drunk and somebody who's constantly numbed by painkillers? More grandpa, panado. What 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 is the difference? What is the difference? There is no difference because addiction is just that addiction. Remember Paul says do not be consumed, do not be drunk with, with, with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. So anything that would fall under opiates uh, that would cause any addiction of sorts is a problem. Um there are, I know there are people who can't go to bed without taking a sleeping tab, who can address um the nation or society that is 
um, you know, um, <laughs> society without <laughs> being under the influence of some drug um, and, and stuff like that, because they've got to remain calm, remember? Because there's so much pressure. Um, in the workplace, board members, um, board of directors in very hectic environments. Um, oh, no, it's worse with this problem that we find ourselves with. It's worse because no one is coping, you know, and, and board of directors are not co coping. CEOs are not coping, you know, so it's affecting literally everybody, um, including your cleaner right at the lower level. So because people are concerned and worried as to what's going to happen tomorrow. So in order for me to move away from this worry, let me not just numb it a little bit with this medication. Before you know it, you're addicted. So it is important for us not to be consumed with these things or by these things, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. The flesh the reason, has its own things. The reason I'm asking, now, I can hardly bear it. You want to talk about that? You know, yeah. one of the things we already, but what about your list? Cajola, and then you go to white schools, and then what? Cajola, Uri, Uri, SCM, and go and find us a job because we're putting those cajola. You understand? Now it's a lie. You know, why can't you deliberately say to me, uh, you must uh, try and abstain from sex? Uh, yeah. You know, uh, that is the scriptural part. That is the godly part. Oh, you cannot fall in love at 17. You cannot fall in love at 13. You know, it's a lie. It's a lie. And yeah. pastors have been... It, 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 it is a lie. And remember, I'm not saying this to please you. Get off when it comes to stuff like that. I'm one. I'm also one of those who would say, hey, Jola, you know? And it's not Jola because we want to lie to you or anything. It's out of being a parent, a consent parent. You're trying to be as protective on your children as possible. Um, and that's the time where parents have to engage with their children. It is, I'm, I'm saying it is a lie um, that you can't fall in love at 14 because in the Bible there are boys who married at 14, 16, you know, it's scriptural. They married at 14, 16, you name it. So it means it's possible to do that at age 14, 16, etc. Hence I'm saying it is a lie. But parents do it to protect their children. Remember as parents we've made our own mistakes as well. As parents, like the likes of me who were not born again, I come from a Catholic environment and stuff like that. I did not know even what, what I mean, what you meant, Basalwane, um, when you said abstain, not abstain as such, but schedule. I did not know what that meant. You know, um, to me, it was about life. And um, look, um, we've got to just, yeah, no, born, born, <laughs> strong. You know, so um, then you come across a scripture that says, do not be um, misled. Bad company corrupts. Then you realize that it is indeed true. Because when once you're, like you're saying, you find yourself in that environment. And before you know it, you start asking those kinds of questions and you want to be like them. And I'm not talking about Namahuafel. I'm talking your, your peers, and before you know it, you have this peer pressure. You know, because you're under pressure, you know, um, before you know it, you've just given yourself and your spirit and um, all that is godly in you to dogs. I'm sorry. Because remember, in this world, we are in this world, but we are not of this world. Um, there are those who came and were used by forces of darkness to mess you up. And our children are blinded in such a way that they, whenever we talk about these things, they think we are too spooky. Yeah? They think we're too spooky? Yeah. 
We think yeah, we do yeah, and we do this, but fact of the matter is, Mfundis Macau, even now, you are such a powerful man of God. And there's no way you are a man. If I was a tall, either pretty girls or he would just come, because he disguises it, pretty girls or bring money or bring something that he knows that you like, just to derail you so that you don't focus. And it happens to all of us. So you need to know what is my weakness, you know? So if you like them tall, dark, and handsome, pay attention. If you like them moneyed, pay attention. If you like them this, that, and the other, whatever picture you have in your head, pay attention because that's what the enemy is going to use in your life to derail you from focusing on the things of God. So parents who do that because they cannot explain some of these things to a 13-year-old, 14-year-old. The easiest way and quickest way for them to manage this thing because we've got all other issues of life to deal with is to say, Oskachon. But we do. The fact remains. Well, we know. We know you do. (laughs) We do. Now, you know what? From a parenting point of view, I understand the difficulty. You know, as a parent, you make decisions every day that are not popular. You understand? But now my worry is when a man of God stands in the pulpit and says, Oskachon. Fine, say it. But what's the alternative? What's yeah. what's the alternative? You know, one of the most um, uh, worrisome engagement we have, Kuri, we've neglected young people. Our interaction is ungodly towards young people. Kuri, mm. when I, we, there is there is according to us, there's no shroud of of uh, of holiness about them. Kuri, they are scared, and that that. That worries me, man. That worries mm. me. And that's mm. where I probably picked up my rebellious streak. Nah. <laughs> I rebelled. Mm. I had a choice of or continue singing the choir. I said, <laughs> keep your choir. <laughs> keep your choir. Yeah. Yeah. And get to next. You understand? Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, there was. Uh, Anyway, but uh, that's where we have to 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 engage youth, and mm. for the mere fact that you are so passionate about it, it means that's what you need to focus on. Um, and and don't you dare think you're going to focus on that from a building. Let, 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 let me say this from let, everywhere and anywhere, and engage of young people. Yeah, let me shock you, man. Let me let me shock you. Yeah. Right. So. The assumption from church or pastors is that let's catch oil. But let, let, let me shock you. Your your 12-year-old who's got TikTok, who's got YouTube, is in a he's Mamela, they're in sexual relationships with people from Guatemala, from where, 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 where. They are. You understand? And that reality we don't want to talk about. No, I give my kibashi man haka mo bato bato prikis. Come on, man. Come on. Anyway, let's take a quick break. Okay, let's take a quick break. After the break, we'll we'll chat some more. Broadcasting worldwide, online, twenty four seven. It's Vuga Online, your inspiration radio station. Welcome back to PK and Shackled. Ikamo makau katite. You know, mama. Umfundis, um, Pisho, because I love it. 
Yo, I'm just oh, a child of God. I'm just a child of God. Huh? <laughs> okay. Ngerino child of God. Umba mumba sari In your experience, Memtok, uh, what's the most ungodly thing you've witnessed or heard of? Yo, too many things. Uh, I think the biggest thing for me right now in the church space is the golden calf. Imali esondwe. That's the most ungodly thing that I've observed, and it's scriptural. And Revelations, Jesus Christ says it's in red. When some of you begin to worship in your church, Satan takes the throne. Aski Sengshil. He says, when hey, no, no, repeat, you... repeat, whoa, 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 repeat. <laughs> it's written, it's in red in your Bible. No, Jesus but say it again. says, in your church, when some of you begin to worship, Satan takes the throne. Because yeah, of the yeah, golden yeah, calf, yeah. Mammon <laughs> takes the throne. Before okay. the service, money. During service, money. After service, money. Um, salmon money you find whatever opportunity you find is money, money, money and that's where I ask where did Jesus Christ ask for money before salmon, during salmon and after salmon so money is the biggest biggest ungodly thing ever done in the church God willing because that's the roughest foundation that we've got to deal with. Because we've got to uproot that which he did not plant in the house of God. And children of God cannot worship because banally this thing, yeah, this golden calf. Um, if I can get out of here, get to a child and whatever. You asked a very important question earlier on. Why do we lay hands on people and nothing happens? James says in the book of James, do not lay hands hastily. Now, and, and you need to lay hands on the sick, call the elders, let them lay hands on the sick, use oil. But what do we do? The whole church comes for an anointing service. Is the church sick? <laughs> the hey, whole COVID church, the whole church. No, that was before COVID, that went in it. Anointing service. The whole church comes to the anointing service, right? You, you, you then use this oil and lay hands on them. So the whole church is sick. Something is wrong with that picture. Is the church sick? No. It's like, Mama, I'm not an issue. And what worries yes. me is that there are But we believe, people. we believe, Amanga. That's my problem. And Paul says that you put up with it, if there's one scripture you need to know more than any other when it comes to these things, is what Paul says. You put up with it when they steal from you. You put up with it when they harass you. You put up with it, I like this part, when they kick you because they do kick, you know? And yeah, when they devour your stuff, you put up with it. We put up with it. That's the problem. Yeah, no, no. And when we put we, up with it, they continue. We are enablers. We enable them to continue and continue and continue. They do it this Sunday, they get away with it. They do it the following Sunday, they get away with it. And the third Sunday, they get away with it. Before you know it, it's culture. It's church. Sad. And Christ never sad. did that. Very, very sad. And, uh, you know, uh, what, what, what's, what's encouraging for me is that there's a group of of young people who are asking the right questions. I mean, mm. uh, you know, we are not 
because we are delinquents, not because of anything negative, but we just we just want things to be better for our children, for yeah. for the for the generation that's coming up uh, uh, after yeah. us. You know, because we cannot continuously hide things. We cannot continuously uh, misrepresent the Bible. We cannot in any form. You know, even in parenting. You know, there's certain things that you can't lie to your kids about because they know that uh, you understand. Yeah. And we just require that element of transparency, that element of truth. But yeah. me, me, what, what can you say in closing? You literally have 60 seconds. Jesus Christ is Lord. He reigns, he rules, and there's none like him. There is no other foundation that has been given to us than the foundation that is in Christ Jesus. And whatever works we want to build or whatever it is that we want to use and build on top of this foundation, whether that is clay, whether that is strip, whatever, whether that is gold or silver, it doesn't matter. What matters is whatever we use to build on that foundation will be tested through fire. And when fire meets fire, that is the consuming fire, which is the word of God meets the word of God, it will pass. But when things of this world, which is flesh, gets tested, it will be consumed. So let us pay attention to what we say about God and this foundation that we've been freely given. Okay. Amen. <laughs> What's the one question you have for me? For you, um, question is, what are you doing about it? I don't want to focus on other things, but just to say, what are you doing about it? I am doing this about it. Anyway, thank you for your time. We have to close. Uh, by the way, we are seriously going to have a second part of this because there's more to talk about. And yeah. uh, I, I just like Mama Mashadi. <laughs> She's cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and use this platform to tell our fundies to back off from our girls and our boys. <laughs> yeah, and she back off in the All name right. of Jesus Christ. Back off. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. See you next time. We can check you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Tempo. Bye-bye. Adios. You're listening to Vuga Online. You are rocking with the best.